Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got two stories about Nintendo handhelds. So we have more information on the next-gen Switch, and for a portable console, it's going to be an absolute beast. Reports have emerged that Nintendo is planning to release an upgraded Switch in 2021. InputMag.com Senior Reviews Editor Ray Wong recently wrote about why it doesn't make sense to put out a rumored 4K Switch Pro. Here are InputMag.com editors Ryan Houlihan and Craig Wilson discussing Ray's piece. So this week on the site, we had a piece from Ray Wong, our reviews editor, about the rumor that the Nintendo Switch will get a new model in 2021 that will be a 4K device. The name being thrown around is Switch Pro. And Ray, and similar to myself, skeptical that it even makes sense for the company at this exact moment. Did you see this piece? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, the key thing is the Nintendo for so long has done has bucked the trends by going, we're not going to use the most potent hardware. We're not going to use the highest res displays. That's not what they sell, right? They sell unique, cutesy game experiences that don't require that sort of hardware. And those sort of trade-offs have kind of been part of its DNA for so long that it seems like an interesting proposition. Uh, I wasn't quite sure what to make of it. I think there's definitely hardware problems with the Switch, and they could do a hardware revision, right? Like, Nintendo is very, very happy to re-release the DS, for example, in six different forms. There have been, there were so (laughs) many Game Boys. But I, I, I don't think it would necessarily need to be a pro device. If they were to refresh the Switch and call it the Switch XX or something... They could add Bluetooth headphone support. They could fix the Joy-Con drift, which is like when the joysticks start getting misaligned after a certain period of time. They could, you know, make it a 1080p screen with like 4K upscaling when you hook it up to your TV. But it doesn't make sense for them to go all out with a $500 device because at that point they're competing with Microsoft and uh, Sony in the console market. And the wonderful thing about Nintendo, the thing people love is that it's affordable. It's approachable. Yeah. It's fun. You can give one to your kids and it's not so complex and high tech that they're going to necessarily break it immediately. I mean, I'm the perfect example of this. I'm the perfect, I have a first gen switch. And so there are things I would like to see fixed, like the battery life, for instance, isn't great, but I don't own any other consoles. I only own a Switch because precisely that approachability, The uh, I am an incredibly casual gamer. I like to dip in and out of things. Zelda was the first sandbox open world game that I'd ever sunk hours into, let alone 100 of them. That seems to be the target market, whereas you make it a $500 device and you know focus perhaps on the 4K dock for the television. And immediately, I mean, I for one, I'm just a lot less interested. And I think that's got to be a huge part of the market that, you know, Sony and and Microsoft don't even bother to, to fight over. Well, for the first time in our lives, we're advocating for a gadget to have less features. And I, for one, think that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear more from Ryan and Craig? Then stay tuned for today's second story. Hey, everyone. How's it going? It's Elliot here from The Retro Future. Today, we're going to be giving the Game Boy Advance SP another screen, for no reason. YouTuber Elliot Cole is the Game Boy's very own Dr. Frankenstein. 
On his channel, The Retro Future, Cole turns ancient game consoles into absurd pieces of art. Here are InputMag.com editors Ryan Houlihan and Craig Wilson discussing Cole's handiwork. There was another piece on the site. I wrote this, in fact, about a man named Elliot Cole out of the UK who runs a YouTube channel called The Retro Future, where he mods Game Boys and other handheld devices into these incredible works of like absurdist art. Right. Ryan, I love the story. Right. I absolutely, I absolutely love the story. Now, I think this had been percolating for a while. You know, we'd all kind of been watching the stuff coming out of Cole's channel. I love them. I've seen some of the comments from people who are like, but why would you make a long Game Boy? Or why would you make a left-handed Game Boy? And I just loved his sense of, well, why not? There is no like overarching uh, rhyme or reason to this. These are just projects that he's clearly so passionate about and he loves the build he loves the like challenge of remaking them to these seamless things that kind of look you know they look so slick and so tidy that for a moment when you first see them you're like is this a is this a legitimate nintendo product i absolutely i absolutely adored that story and shared it around with people because it's just it's also like in the midst of all the 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 other madness going on you know that someone is like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna buy a bunch of old game boys hack them up or ds's hack them up and build new fantastical ones that should never exist i mean he he made a game boy advance sp that had two screens for no reason. Like th- there's nothing to put on the other screen except a clone of what's on the original <laughs> screen. And it, then it doesn't fit in your pocket. There's truly no reason to do that. And he made it uh, based off of a meme he saw. There, the long Game Boy that you just mentioned is about as long as a baseball bat and looks like a real Game Boy that just happened to be very long. Um, he made the <laughs> Gintendo Bamenoi, which is just like a Game Boy if it was if you just hit shuffle on like the colors and design um he made I mean these you have to see them you you have to go see it he made a a Nintendo DS with one screen so that you can't use the other screen I mean it's just some (laughs) astonishing work um and he on his channel he also reviews some of the most absurd hardware accessories so for example he found a tv tuner that allowed him to play nintendo switch on a crappy old game boy screen which just makes it worse why would you pursue that (laughs) Um, but it's phenomenal (laughs) and it's delightful and it, it does speak to how through the looking glass we are with technology at this point um and if you need if you need something to affirm you're you're like that the universe is a completely meaningless uh place but that you can have a sense of humor about that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the worst thing it sometimes it means that it's delightfully weird yeah it's wonderful that there's this much sort of fun to be had and particularly from this old these sort of older it warmed my heart it did and we could use a bit of that these days yeah so you can go to inputmag.com see the whole interview I did with him. Um, It was super fun. And I, you know, thanks to Elliot for being willing to be involved in the piece. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Houlihan and Craig at Craig Wilson. I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.